boys. Welcome back. Episode 96 of the Booth Review Podcast presented by TBR Sports. And welcome to NFL Week 14 TBR Betting Show. We've done this on Pick'em Podcast before where we give you our betting picks and help handicap for you all. But I figured tonight it's just me. Uh, I've got time. Why don't we record an entire episode dedicated to our NFL Week 14 best bets? We'll throw some on TikTok. We'll throw some on Instagram. Help you guys out in Week 14 of the NFL season so that you can win some money alongside us. We're all looking to make money at the end of the day. Uh, but we will be doing a Pick'em podcast tomorrow morning. We will be releasing our weekly NFL Pick'em before the 1 p.m. slate on Sunday. So don't worry about that. But it's Saturday night. There's not really much going on in terms of the sports world tonight. There's a fight later on. I don't even know. We don't really dabble with the UFC, whatever it may be. But I figured, why don't we release an episode dedicated to our best bets for NFL Sunday? There's a great slate of games this week. I went through, I laid out my picks, uh, and we're just going to talk about them. Uh, And it's just me tonight, like I mentioned. Uh, Seth was busy. I've been with Robbie the past like four or five days. Uh, We did a podcast with Ferullo, Carbon, myself the other day. Episode 95, go and listen to it. Really good episode. Uh, really entertaining. Really good conversations. Um, and we plan on recording at least two podcasts in the next, uh, I mean, three podcasts, actually, in the next 48 hours, if you include this one. Um, and if you include Pick'em, and then we're going to do a post-week 14. We are just pumping out content in the month of December because, like we mentioned, A, we're all home for the first time in a while, so we're going to be doing you know a lot of content with each other, B, We are coming up on episode 100, which is a huge celebration. Episode 100 is going to be very long, a a very just relaxed kind of uh, conversation about the last three years, the first 100 episodes, um, and then preview the next 100 episodes. Um, So that's coming probably within the week as well. Uh, That one's going to be something that we, a bigger production that we have to edit and really plan out, but we're trying to you know, record more episodes now on the front end so that we don't leave you guys hanging when we do episode 100 and that might take more time. Uh, But yeah, overall, a lot of content coming out over the next couple weeks, the next month. So I'm really excited. Um, But let's get into it. NFL week 14. I would call these absolute locks to quote Robbie Carpentier from almost two years ago now. Um, Not two years ago, a year and a half, not even. Um, Absolute locks. We love giving out our locks. We love giving out our picks. We bet. You guys bet. We all watch sports. We all love to analyze sports. So we are going to be going through every game that is going to be played in NFL Week 14, except for Thursday Night Football, obviously, because we already did that on Episode 95. We gave you guys our picks. So let's get into it. NFL Week 14. Absolute locks for Sunday. First game on my slate, Raiders and Chiefs Sunday, 1 o'clock. This is a rematch game from a couple weeks ago. Divisional game. Two division rivals, I think I would go as far to say. These two have shared some really great games in the past. My pick for this game, Raiders plus 10. Raiders are going to cover the spread. Look, they got blown out by the Chiefs last time they played against each other. It was not a good game. A lot of people, I think I had Raiders money line straight up in pick them. And the Raiders disappointed on Sunday night football. And yes, the Chiefs are starting to look like the Chiefs again. There's not a ton of doubt in my mind that the Chiefs win this game. However, 10 points, that's a lot of points for the Chiefs to cover, especially in the second uh, leg of this two-game series, if you will, that these teams are playing in the 2021 NFL season. Uh, I think the Raiders are going to be a lot more competitive. I think they're going to keep it close. Um, I don't think they're going to win this game. Uh, I haven't really decided who I'm going to take and pick them yet. You guys will all find out tomorrow. But I do like Raiders covering that plus 10. 
Both of these teams are not great against the spread. I think they actually have identical ATS records, um, which doesn't help for picking, you know, this game and placing money on it at all. Uh, the total for this matchup uh, has gone under five of the last six times when Vegas goes on the road to play Kansas City. Uh, Vegas is eight and three straight up in its last 11 games on the road. Kansas City's five and zero oh straight up in its last five games. And Kansas City is seven and one straight up the last eight times they have played against the Raiders. Everything points to the Chiefs winning this one pretty handily. But I do think that the Raiders are going to keep it within that 10 point margin. I say they cover the spread. That's my lock for this game. Moving on to the next game, Saints and Jets. Um, the New Orleans Saints are oddly still in playoff contention uh, after dropping. I believe they're five and seven, right? They're five and seven, maybe five and seven. I'm not sure. Um, they are still in playoff contention in the NFC, which is incredible. Um, even after losing Jameis Winston, even after Trevor Simeon struggles, they are still in playoff contention, which is incredible. They get a layup here against the Jets, who have historically been a tough opponent for teams like the Saints this particular season. They knocked off the Titans. They knocked off the Bengals. Um, but I see the Saints winning this one by double-digit points. The spread is set five and a half. I would say hammer the Saints to cover that. They're definitely going to win this game by at least a touchdown. Saints minus five and a half. I would call that the lock of the century. I don't want to go out and jinx the game, so I'm not going to, say, throw the house on it. But that is a pretty confident bet for me that the Saints are going to cover this spread. Uh, and if you want some stats to back that up, New Orleans is four and one against the spread in its last five games when playing on the road against the New York Jets in East Rutherford. New Orleans 16 and five straight up in its last 21 on the road. Uh, and the over uh, has the total has gone over in four of the Jets last five games and seven of the Jets last nine. Uh, so if you like the over, it sounds like it's going to hit. I love the Saints to cover in this one, though. So that's my pick. Saints minus five and a half. Let's move on. Raven, sorry, Jaguars and Titans. This is a weird game. Titans obviously have been without Derrick Henry for quite some time now. Uh, and many saw them at one time with Derrick Henry as the best team in the AFC. They dropped the game to the Jets. Uh, they dropped the game to the Patriots. They lost the, uh, the AFC lead. Uh, but again, they get another layup with a layup with a Jaguars team that has is just has issues up the wazoo right now. You know, rumors came out about Urban Meyer today saying that he was questioning his assistant coach's legitimacy and saying, what have you won? Why are you here? The assistant coaches that he hired, mind you, um, there was talk of James Robinson getting benched after one fumble. Trevor Lawrence came out, defended James Robinson against Urban Meyer. This team is an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, the, the bar was set so high with them and Trevor Lawrence uh, coming into the season, and they just were not able to meet those expectations. Uh, so I see this one as a layup for the Titans as well. The spread is eight and a half. I think that they cover that spread. Um, Tennessee has been all over the Jaguars in their last meetings. Uh, so I am very confident saying that the Titans are going to cover eight and a half against the Jaguars. That's my pick for that game. Let's go to Ravens and Browns. Now I would go as far to call this one, the game of the week. Uh, even though these teams are not having the seasons that we believed that they were going to have, I still think that this is going to be a very good game. Uh, if this game sounds familiar to you, it's because it does. This game was played two weeks ago. The Browns played against the Ravens. They had a bye week, and now they're playing against the Ravens again. Uh, the AFC North is totally up for grabs still. Uh, I mean, you had the Steelers play on Thursday Night Football, and while they looked good in the comeback, they looked like shit in the first half. 
the Bengals dropped one to the Chargers last week, and then you've got the Ravens and Browns who have been battling back and forth. Ravens haven't looked good. Browns haven't looked good. This division is still very much up for grabs. Uh, the Browns open this game as the favorites. They are right now three-point favorites. I believe they were rolled out at two and a half. Line moved to three. That line might continue to move as we see more money come in on Cleveland, more money come in on Baltimore within the next 24 hours, I guess less than 24 hours now, whatever it may be. Um, I like the Ravens plus three in this one. I really do. Um, I think that the Ravens win this game outright. Um, and to take them against the spread, uh, I like that pick. Um, Baker Mayfield has not looked great. The Browns have not looked great. Um, again, bar set too high for them. They haven't been able to, uh, to achieve that level uh, of success that everybody thought they were going to have this year. Mind you, the Baltimore Ravens don't look good either. Lamar looks horrible. Uh, not only is he throwing a lot of interceptions, but he's throwing a lot of poor interceptions, a lot of poor balls. I mean, let's face the fact he's a, he's a mobile quarterback, um, and about as mobile as mobile quarterbacks come. He loves to run the ball. That's his strong suit. And the Ravens are probably best when utilizing his legs and utilizing his run game. Uh, they lost to the Steelers in their last game in a very poor coaching decision to go for two uh, in the dying seconds of the game to try and win instead of kick the field goal and force overtime and try and take your chances at a win or a tie in overtime. Uh, they decide to go for two and they don't get it. Very poor play call overall, just a confusing play call, a confusing decision by the Baltimore Ravens. They, I personally see them as being abysmal right now. Uh, this was a team that was, for the past two years, fighting for uh, playoff contention, fighting for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and I guess you could say that they're technically right back in the mix because the AFC North is has so much parity and all the teams seem to be neutralizing each other through 13 weeks, 13 and a half if you count Thursday Night Football. Um, but I do like the Ravens in this spot against the Browns. I really do think um, that even if they aren't able to come up with a victory in this one, that it's going to be so close that they cover the spread. Again, three-point spread, Ravens plus three. I'm very confident in taking that. That's my pick. I would go with that as well. On to the next game, Falcons and Panthers. This game sucks. Uh, let's call a spade a spade. This game's horrible. Uh, the Falcons are still in playoff contention somehow. I guess you could say the Panthers are, but I mean... Go back and listen to earlier podcasts this year um, where uh, Seth and I were talking about two of when these two teams were looking very good uh, and had good records. We said, just wait, they're going to taper off. They're going to come back down to reality. I put Denver in the same category uh, and they have the Panthers have looked horrible. Uh, they signed Cam Newton. He gets like a touchdown in a game and they beat the Cardinals and everybody thinks they're headed to the Super Bowl and they have just looked horrible ever since. Um and what happens when you have two very lackluster offenses and two very, I guess, middle-of-the-pack defenses playing against each other? No points. The over-under is set at 41. I'm taking the under. Everybody knows I hate betting unders, but this game screams under to me. Uh, stats on this game, too. The under, I forget what it is. The under is hit like... Almost every time these two have played against each other. Here it is. In, uh, the total has gone under in seven of Atlanta's last eight games when on the road against Carolina. Total has gone under in five of Atlanta's last six games. Total has gone under in seven of Carolina's last eight games when playing at home against Atlanta. And the total has gone under in five of Carolina's last six games when playing Atlanta. This thing screams under to me. I would hammer that under. There's no way these two teams combine for more than 41 points. I don't even think they'd sniff. 
30. Uh, I This one has classic like 17-10 written all over it. Uh, so I'm hammering the under Falcons Panthers next game, Dallas and Washington. I'm hard pressed to get a read on this game because uh, Mike McCarthy came out earlier this week and guaranteed a win for his team. This is a divisional game. This is a Cowboys team that has kind of tapered off. Uh, I don't think that they are roped into the NFC contender category anymore, at least in my mind. I don't see them as legitimate contenders in the NFC like they once were considered when they came out, what, like six and one or something like that. Uh, they looked really good and they started to fall off um, and they just haven't regained their step, regained that stride. They're playing against Washington, who's actually got a lot of momentum. Um, I believe that Washington's on like a crazy win streak right now. Um, and if they're not on a crazy win streak, then they're on a crazy covering streak. The line is set at four, at least in my book. I have the line at four right now. Um, and uh, obviously the Cowboys are favored by four points in that game. Um, for the team that people make the Dallas Cowboys out to be, you'd think that that line would be at least seven, that they'd at least be favored by a touchdown. Uh, that is not the case. Uh, so Vegas is seeing this as a lot closer of a game. I would agree. I kind of like Washington in this spot, um, especially because Mike McCarthy guaranteed a victory. I always feel like that's just like one-on-one coaching. You never guarantee a victory for your team, um, especially against a team that has given some top teams in the NFL, a lot of trouble as of late. So um, I don't love the points in this game. I don't love anything straight up. Um, I don't even know who I'm going to pick yet for the pick tomorrow. So if I do want to roll out a lock for you all, so I'm going uh, a little bit off, not off script, but um, a little bit outside the box here. I've got Washington football team, total touchdowns over two and a half. I see Taylor Heineke having a pretty good day. I see Terry McLaurin having a pretty good day. Uh, I see Antonio Gibson having a pretty good day. I think that this team can definitely score three touchdowns against the Cowboys tomorrow. I'm confident in that pick. So that would be my lock for the Cowboys and Washington tomorrow. Uh, Total touchdowns for Washington over two and a half. Okay, Seattle and Houston. This is a weird game. Seattle's having a a horrendous year. Uh, They got a big win against the 49ers last week. They're having a horrendous year. And Houston is Houston. Uh, We all saw the Texans' horrible season coming. Uh, nothing shocking, but they have been known to snap off weird upsets every now and then. Um, for the same reason that I'm staying away from points or money line in the Dallas Washington game, I'm going to do the same um, in terms of money line or spread uh, in the Seattle and Houston game. The over under set at 40 and a half. I'm going to take that under. Um, Seattle's offense, it's tough to take an under with Seattle's offense because. You know, with all the weapons that they have between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson, they can sling the ball. This this team puts up points, or at least they have the capability to put up points. But they're having a very off year. Um, Houston doesn't put up points at all. Their offense is as close to non-existent as non-existent can get. Um, Tyrod Taylor was at once a good quarterback. Brandon Cooks is a good receiver, and that's pretty much all that they have. I see these two teams neutralizing each other. I've got under 40 and a half. Um, I think that this is probably going to be like a 20 to 13 game, uh, not ridiculously high scoring. Um, I would take the Seahawks, obviously money line, um, but just not confident enough to roll that out as a lock. I am confident in that under 40 and a half. So under 40 and a half in Seattle and Houston. Okay, next game, Detroit and Denver. The Lions finally got their first win last week. Um, and it was a big win against the Vikings too. last second buzzer beater touchdown that Jared Goff threw. Um, it's kind of sad whenever you see teams like that celebrating a win like that. Cause it's like, all right, you got your first win, but like you have like 
10 losses. Um, so they're playing Denver this week. Uh, Denver is favored by 10 and a half points. I am going to hammer the Lions to cover. The Lions play in a lot of close games, and their record wouldn't show it, but they are actually sneakily good against the spread. Uh, they have a winning record against the spread. They cover more games than they don't cover. Um, so I'm actually going to take the Lions to cover in this one. Um, I don't think that Denver has blowout capabilities. Uh, I really don't. They they had, what, that one game against the Cowboys where they just hung like 40 on them uh, and it was a fluke. But I don't think Denver has blowout capabilities. I think that this pace of play is going to be lowered to the Lions' pace of play. Uh, and I think that the Lions are going to keep it somewhat close, at least probably within a touchdown is, is, is how I foresee this game going. So I'm going to take Lions plus 10 and a half. I personally think that's free money. I don't think the Broncos are going to blow them out. The only scenario in which that could happen is Lions are a little too inflated after a big you know, first win in a game that they probably shouldn't have won. Um, and they come into a game against Denver and just absolutely lay an egg. Um, but 10 and a half, even if it comes to a backdoor cover, I do see the Lions covering that spread. All right. Giants and Chargers. Uh, I cannot get a read on this game. I, I truthfully just don't know. The Chargers are coming off of a huge win against the Bengals where they put up a massive amount of points. I mean, if you were an overbetter in that game, congratulations, because that game was offensively just fun to watch. Um, so it feels like a letdown spot for the Chargers here. Uh, but then again, they're playing the Giants. Um, Saquon is apparently back healthy, um, but he's been a total letdown this whole year. I unfortunately was a fantasy owner of Saquon Barkley, still am, uh, and I just, I just can't, I can't deal with him. He's he's just having an off year. He, he's bogged down by injuries. This team is a shit show. Um, before the season started, we said that they weren't going to win more than four games. What do they have, like three wins now, maybe four? I don't know. They're just not good. They're not a legitimate team. Uh, that being said, I'm going to go with a player prop for this one because I just don't trust any anything else, really. I don't know what this game is going to end up being. I think Austin Eckler, anytime touchdown score is a lock. Um, he is 100% healthy. He was dealing with some injuries. He's back. Uh, Chargers offense looked really good last week, and he loves to get involved in that offense, and they love to involve him. I see him getting in the end zone at least once. So I'm going to say Austin Eckler, anytime touchdown score against the Giants tomorrow. That's a lock. Book it. Uh, next game, 49ers and Bengals. Um, 49ers coming off of a loss to a team that they should have beaten in the Seattle Seahawks. Bengals coming off of a loss uh, to a team that they should have beaten in the Chargers. Um, so these two teams are going to come out hungry. Uh, the Bengals put up a lot of points last week. The 49ers didn't. Um, Over-under set at 49. I'm going to take the over. Uh, I think you've got two teams that are hungry for a win after an unexpected loss. There's going to be points. There's a lot of points to be had between these two offenses. Say what you will about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got a cast around him and Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, and then obviously the Bengals are the Bengals. Joe Burrow's one of the better young quarterbacks in the game. Joe Mixon has reestablished himself as a pretty consistent running back. Uh, and then you've got Jamar Chase, who gets involved in the passing game, uh, you know, like once every third uh, pass attempt. They're going to Jamar Chase. Uh, and then they've got some other weapons, too. The the tight end, uh, Uza, Uza, whatever his name is. You you know who I'm talking about. Uh, on paper, two high-flying offenses that are hungry for a win after a loss. I see the over hitting pretty handily. Um, this could easily be like a, a game where both teams exceed 30 points. Uh, so over 49, I would take that. That's my pick for this game. Next game, Bills and Buccaneers. Um, weird game. 
Uh, Tampa has not looked great. Uh, they they are not covering spreads like they should. Um, but the Bills also don't look great. I think the Bills are a little overrated still. We saw that on Monday Night Football against the Patriots. The Patriots had no game plan and ran the ball 46 times in probably the shittiest, crappiest weather you could ever implement into a football game in front of one of the toughest crowds to play against. Uh, and the Bills still couldn't stop it. Um, the Bills are just... They're, they're not only losing games that they should win, but they're losing games in really shitty fashion. Um, and now they've got to play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, defending Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady, who has historically had the Bills number. Uh, and if you go back and look at the history of not only the Bucs and the Bills playing against each other, but Brady and the Bills playing against each other, Tom Brady loves to cover spreads against the Bills. He has their number. So that being said, Tampa minus three and a half. I would hammer that. I think Tampa's going to win this game by at least a touchdown. Um, barring any sort of crazy game by Josh Allen and the Bills offense and a letdown for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, I think the Bucs cover this one. Minus three and a half. I would book that in. Next game, Sunday Night Football. Bears and Packers. Um, Packers money line, like obviously, but that's not going to win you any money. I would, I'm going to pick Packers on the pick them tomorrow. There's no doubt about that. Um, here's where I'm stuck is the line is set at 12 and a half. That's a lot of fucking points to cover, uh, especially divisional opponents, probably playing in cold weather. I'd assume um, that, you know, both of these teams uh, are no strangers to the cold weather because both playing in the Midwest and this is a Sunday night game in December, but obviously that's going to affect how the offense is run, how the points are going to be put up. Um, so I don't love anything in terms of points or over under. I really don't know how this game's going to go. I don't trust that 12 and a half. If it was like seven and a half or eight and a half, I'd be like, sure. I see the Packers winning this game by maybe 10, but then they could blow them out, win this game by like 30. Uh, so I just don't know what I am confident in is that the bears are probably going to be, trailing for the majority of the game and they're trying going to be trying to spark a comeback they're going to be chasing the Packers lead so they're going to have to throw the ball David Montgomery's great on the ground but they are going to have to throw the ball and Allen Robinson is not the receiver that they're going to be throwing it to he has had a letdown year their new number one receiver if you will is Darnell Mooney uh, and his over-under for receptions is at three and a half tomorrow. I would take the over I see him getting at least four receptions tomorrow in a game where your offense is probably, if you want to have a chance in this game or if you want to keep it close, it's probably going to have to throw the ball a lot. Uh, and I know for a fact that Darnell Mooney is going to be open. Uh, he has been a trusted target for, their, for them, whether it be Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Uh, they like to feed Mooney the ball. Uh, I'd say he probably even scores a touchdown, but I could also see this Packers defense absolutely shutting down any sort of points by the Bears tomorrow night. So I am confident in Darnell Mooney over three and a half receptions. I would book that on the Bears and Packers game. And our last game, Rams and Cardinals on Monday Night Football. This is a rematch of a game that happened earlier this year. I believe it was week four. I think I was driving to the Bucks and Pats game with Farula, and we were listening to this game in the car. Um, I could be mistaken. It might be a different week, but I believe it was week four. I picked the Rams initially in that game on the pick'em. And the Cardinals ended up blowing them out, really established themselves uh, as the number one seed in the NFC or probably one of the top teams at that time in the NFC before, obviously, they lost to the Packers and, and Kyler goes down and they lose to the Panthers. Um, this seems like a classic revenge spot for the Rams, but 
We really haven't seen much out of the Cardinals offense since Kyler's come back. They've been pretty conservative with him because obviously this team is looking to make a deep playoff run, if not a Super Bowl run this year. So, you know, being one of the top teams in the NFC, they are trying to slowly work him back in. And this is a game that you're going to have to do it in because this game could go a long way in determining who wins the division, who gets home field. Uh, these teams might have to see each other three times this year. They might meet in the playoffs again. So I really don't know which way this game is going to swing. But the over-under set at 51. I know these teams are going to come out hungry. I know these teams are going to come out throwing. I love the over in this game. I think these teams easily combine for 51 points. So I would hammer the over Rams and Cardinals. And those are our week 14 best bets for each game. Pretty short podcast, I think, because it's just me and I'm talking wicked fucking fast. Um, I don't think that uh, this would be as short if I had somebody else here with me. We usually have more dialogue and more anecdotal conversation, but obviously it's just me. So I wanted to roll my picks out for tonight, get these all out to you um, so that you guys can place, you know, win money. Let's all win fucking money. Uh, Before we go, I'm going to give you my three best bets from all of those. If you wanted to run a parlay, I've got Saints minus five and a half. Bucks minus three and a half and the under in the Panthers Falcons game. Those three put them in a parlay. That's going to hit. I'm confident in all of these bets and uh, I hope you guys win some money and I hope that I contributed to you winning some money. And if I did, please feel free to let me know. It always puts a smile on my face to know that I helped somebody win some money. Um, So that's it tonight. Very, very short episode. I don't even know how long it is to be honest with you, but I, I don't anticipate that that went very long. Um, but yeah, tomorrow we'll be back with the Pick'em episode 97, and then we'll do a post-week 14 recap, 98, and then we're two away, boys, and then it's going to be episode 100. Super excited for the content that we have coming out around episode 100. Just stay tuned for that. That is going to be fucking awesome. I cannot wait. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, we'll be back with you tomorrow morning uh, for episode 97, the week 14 Pick'em, but uh, I appreciate you all tuning in for our week 14 excuse me, our week 14 TBR betting show. I want to make this a more regular thing too. maybe get some other people on with me Um, and not just NFL, just talk about, you know, betting and what our picks are and make this kind of like not a daily occurrence, but maybe, you know, we used to do daily locks in the summer on the TikTok and that was pretty fun. Uh, So I'd like to bring that back and just, and just talk betting. Um, So that's all I've got for you boys tonight. Uh, I appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow for the week 14 NFL Pick'em, and we will see you on the Philippity of Flipside. Thank you all so much for listening.